This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, here's a little question off the top. I okay. already put in a futures bet for Belmont mm-hmm. to win their conference tournament at 8-1. to one. Would it be wise of me to take them again on the spread tonight? Or do you think I should like have some kind of hedging up my sleeve and uh, take the other team because the spread is tight. Belmont's getting two mm-hmm. and a half against Indiana State, a team that they have already beaten this year. And here's the thing about Belmont. If they get hot from shooting, they're one of the best offenses in this conference. And from the three-point line, they're the 11th best team in the nation. They shoot 38.7% uh, from three. So when I see those type of teams that you know can get hot from the three-point line, I feel like those are good mm-hmm. underdog plays because even if they're not the better team, if they get hot, they can beat just about anybody, at least in the MVC tournament. Chelsea, here's what I know about Belmont. Oh, nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I know nothing no, about that's Belmont. Not but asking. No, I know. I'm asking I, like a strategy no. question. Yeah, I think that you just stick with Belmont here because at least based on your handicap and how you're talking about them, you feel like that they are the right side. Why not just roll with them outright? But I'm asking if I am leveraging too much because I already have them eight to one to win the conference tournament. So like, that's a good price. Even if I like played the other side or whatever, like, and we're not talking about the championship game. Like they still have a few more steps. Uh, I just think it's a good play to look at those teams that are hot three point shooting teams as underdogs like when you get them at a long shot price because they need to string together several wins to win a conference tournament but i think that's a good factor when you look at cinderella teams like when you are searching for cinderellas and march madness what are the common denominators do you think it's just a team that gets hot down the stretch do you think it's a team that has like one good transfer that like people forget about do you think there's something that we can see in these small school teams when it comes to march madness I think that there you need to have you need to have one guy who can take over a game or who gets it yep. done on a consistent basis because it sometimes that's all it takes and you need to be able to rely on someone particularly in clutch situations get someone the ball who's not afraid to take that shot who is a great scorer or someone who can get it done and you will find guys like that at these mid-major schools guys that maybe aren't the big names when you think about the best players, quote unquote, in college basketball, but who are very, very good in their own league and who are probably better than and could probably play at a higher level. Generally, when you see a team make a run, there's a guy or two leading the way. So that's one of the factors you look at. And also, I think something to look at, too, is a team that shoots well 
from deep. When you're talking about Belmont, one of the reasons I like that, that's the great equalizer, right? And doesn't always mm -hmm. work out that way. Obviously, you have to shoot well. But if you're a team that is consistently pretty good from long range, maybe you're outsized, maybe you're maybe the other team has has more bodies than you, they're deeper than you, they can out-athlete you, but that is something that can keep you in the game if you can shoot it from deep. For sure, because it doesn't seem to matter the defense. Obviously, you can guard people, but still, if you have these spot-up shooters, you know, it doesn't matter how much of a size advantage you have down low, because usually that's the case with smaller schools. They don't have, like, the huge bodies down low that we see from some of these blue blood programs. And then mm -hmm. final strategy question before we move on to some of the big matchups this weekend and the final games of regular season play, do you bet conference tournaments differently than the regular season? Because I don't know how to, like, quantify it, but these games mm -hmm. do feel different, and I do feel like there's more chaos. Yeah, I think so. And there's definitely more desperation, right? I think you, I don't know how to quantify it. I think that's the key factor here. But some of these teams who, maybe you look at a team that has been close during the regular season. They've had some run-ins where they were close to maybe going over the top and getting a couple wins that they maybe should have. But teams that are playing for their, for their livelihood who absolutely have to have wins to make the big dance are teams that that are close like if you're out of consideration if you're not on the bubble i wouldn't look at teams like that but if you're right there and you're close and maybe you're a three four seed in the conference tournament if you can find some value on a team that is maybe in that desperation spot that maybe if you look at the numbers they tend to bear out that they're due for some maybe positive regression a little bit then i think maybe that's something to look at and also, recent form. Has this team been trending in the right direction? Is this yeah. a by-low spot? And also matchup. Matchup matters. Certain teams match up better against other teams. And I would imagine we're starting to get brackets out for some of these conference tournaments. So once you see who, you know, which team's playing, then you can really get into, like, the tangible takeaways. And, like, the one bit of advice I think that you can take away from this conversation is don't just blindly bet the favorite in conference tournaments because – like no. I said, it seems like there is chaos that prevails when it comes to these single elimination tournaments in conference play. So let's turn our eyes towards the weekend slate and let's go towards the SEC. Number two, Alabama visiting number 24, Texas A&M. The Aggies have been fantastic at home this season, but Alabama, one of the best teams in the nation. Kim Palm has this game, Alabama winning it by three and a total of 151. Is there any angle here that you're looking to exploit? No, I hate both of these teams. I've already sworn off <laughs> Alabama. I told you I'm not betting on them because of how they've behaved throughout the past few months after this murder investigation. I can't stand Texas A&M. Are you actually asking me to pick a side between the Crimson Tide and the Aggies? Yeah, Ooh. I guess. Yeah, <gasps> I guess I'll go with Texas A&M. I swore off the Crimson Tide, but... I will say, I got to give credit where credit's due. Buzz Williams did a very good job, and the Aggies mm -hmm. were struggling earlier in the year. But who would have thought that Texas A&M is in, I believe, second place in the mm -hmm. SEC? Like, very quietly just sitting there. And when you think about the SEC, no one is talking about Texas A&M. They're at home. Obviously, they have something to prove here against number two, Bama. Bama's the better team, but fine. Fine. I'll roll with the Aggies. Also, do you think that there is any – let down from Alabama 
after playing in an yeah. overtime thriller against their biggest rival against Auburn? I think that's a really good point. Yeah, this is this is a game where it's a let anytime you face a rival. That game went to overtime, by the way. So it's not yeah. like that. It, it's not like, okay, you're taking on your rival. No, this was a very close game that went to an extra session. I don't necessarily think Bama will have tired legs, but it's certainly a letdown spot for sure. If there's ever a letdown spot, this is one. But the sabotage factor with that argument is also this is the time of year you want to be playing good basketball. Like this is not yeah. the middle of January. So like maybe that's not as good of an argument as it would have been a few months ago. So we'll see in that one. Should be a good game. Let's go to the Big 12. Number seven, Baylor hosting Iowa State. Kim Palm has Baylor winning this game by six and a total of 138. Iowa State has now lost four straight in six of their last seven. Are you rolling with Baylor here? I am. I cannot make a case for Iowa State. They are absolutely reeling. They've lost, as you said, four in a row. And just for good measure, Chelsea, they're four and eight against the number on the road. I am very high on the way Baylor is playing right now. And I put a couple futures in. I put a little sprinkle on Baylor, and I put a little sprinkle on Arizona to win the NCAA title. So both at plus money. I don't know if those are going to come home, but I trust a guy in Scott Drew who's done it before. This Baylor team has been just wrecking shops and starting off 0-3 in conference. Cyclones, ugh, I, I can't trust them, so I'd go with Baylor. I also think this is a Baylor team that would like to end the season with some momentum because, like I yeah. said, you want to be playing your best basketball this time of year, and Baylor had a tough go there. Like, I know back-to-back -back losses aren't, like, a huge deal but for a Baylor team that you know is wanting to contend and be one of the best teams in the Big 12 I think it is a big deal so I think the only sabotage factor here is the spread it is a pretty sizable number but I do think Baylor wants to close out their regular season with a big win so I'll go Baylor as well this is the daily tip presented by BetMGM I'm Chelsea Messenger he's Michael Jenkins continuing on with our college hoops coverage these are games that are played on Saturday just so you know these are not the actual lines. These are the Kim Palm lines. But I would imagine the betting lines will be very similar. So that's why we use these numbers. So staying in the Big 12, number 11, Kansas State at West Virginia. Kim Palm has K-State winning this game by three and a total of 151. Jenks, do you think it's K-State that gets the job done here? No. I actually kind of like the Mountaineers here. And this is one of those games that reminds me of that Ohio State-Maryland game the other night, right? Where I know Ohio State mm -hmm. was at home, but all of a sudden Maryland was a short favorite. You're like, why is this number so short? And then Ohio State won outright. I think you grab the points with West Virginia. You talk about desperate teams. West Virginia is a team that they need to win this game. They need another quad one win. They need to make a run in the conference tournament as well. And if you're talking about letdown spots, we were discussing maybe a letdown for Alabama after that game against Auburn. This could be a letdown spot for the Wildcats after senior night where they just dusted Oklahoma in Manhattan. So I kind of like the Mountaineers here. Kansas State has not been great away from their home court either this season. Just four and six straight up uh, against the spread away, a little bit better at five and five. But usually the place to play K-State is when they are playing at home, where they are a perfect, or not perfect, close to perfect, 15-1 and one this season. West Virginia, pretty solid at home, not that solid, but 12-4 and four this year. Against the spread, not quite as good at 8-8 eight and eight, eight when playing at home, but uh, I'm stumped by this game. I think it's a short yeah. line. It looks a little 
fishy to me, so I am staying away. Let's go back to the SEC and number 23, Kentucky at Arkansas. Uh, Kim Palm has Arkansas winning this game by five and a total of 145. This is a tale of two teams that have extremely high potentials, but also can lose to like bad right. teams. And also Arkansas breaking my heart, not even covering in that game against Tennessee. So Jenks, do you like betting on teams like this that seem kind of volatile? I don't. No, I sure don't. And when we were talking about Arkansas yesterday, we had Patrick Stevens on who covers college basketball for mm -hmm. the Washington Post and Blue Ribbon. And he was talking about that. He said, man, you never know what you're going to get from Arkansas. One week, they look awesome. The next week, you just you don't know what you're seeing. They look like a completely different team. I guess I would lean Kentucky. I know they're coming off that bad loss to Vanderbilt. Before that, they had covered four straight. They seem to be the more consistent team. But this is a game that I don't have a whole lot of interest in betting. I think if you are waffling between sides, you take a long, hard look at the points because we're talking mm -hmm. about five points here. Kentucky is still very talented and Arkansas uh, pretty volatile. So I'm not somebody who wants to sit here and take that team laying five. Let's go to number three, Kansas at number nine, Texas Jenks. This is a big game for your Longhorns. Oh, Kim Palm has man. the Texas uh, Longhorns winning by two total of 150. How do you feel about this game? I don't feel good at all. Here, here's what I think is interesting about this game. Like, what will be the motivation here? So think about Kansas. Will Kansas be motivated because they've already clinched the regular season Big 12 title? Like, that's done. They've done it. They're the number one seed. Will Texas be motivated? Or will they have a letdown? Because if they had beaten TCU, they had a chance to play Kansas for the regular season title. Now they can't do that. Or Will Texas be motivated because it's senior night? Like, I don't know what's going to happen here. But motivation, I think, more so than in other games we're seeing, is going to play a big factor here based on how the late season has played out. I I don't want to bet against my horns. I would probably go against, against Texas here and bet Kansas because Texas has not been playing very good basketball. It's been a letdown over the past couple of weeks for them. But motivation is something you can't quantify. I don't know what's going to happen here. Don't you think that both teams would be up for this game regardless? Isn't it think? like a point of pride when you play one of the best teams in the nation? And here's the other question I have, and I'm questioning it because I don't honestly know. Has Kansas locked up a number one overall seed in uh, March Madness? Because that's the other motivation. You've got to remember, even if a team has locked up a number one seed in their conference tournament, they're play still playing for something if they want to get that top seed in the, the national yeah. tournament is what I'm saying. No, that's true. That That's certainly something you have to take into consideration as well. And also, you mentioned it earlier. You're talking about teams that are playing well this time of year, right? Like teams that are, mm -hmm. are playing good basketball, teams that have momentum. Kansas is a team that has momentum right now. And I hate to say this, I don't know if Rodney Terry is the answer for Texas. This is where I think they really miss Chris Beard because in a big spot over the past couple of weeks when Texas had a chance to, again – play for this regular season title in the Big 12 and gain some momentum, they have faltered. So if you're looking at momentum at least, that's an advantage you give to the Jayhawks. I think I would go with Kansas here. I don't think it's a matter of motivation. I just, the, the fact that Kansas is playing really well. The one sabotage yeah. factor is they their one Achilles heel is playing on the road. 
Uh, three of their four losses this season have come on the road. We know Texas can be an incredibly tough place to play, but I don't know. I think I'd take the points with Kansas this Saturday. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.